truth until it stings. This is the Kilroy Williams Show. Welcome to the program. Have you ever had uh, anger issues with others? I think we all have. Have you ever, like, uh, I'm never gonna ever, ever, ever forgive them for what they've done. And it just swells up inside of you and makes it's like a toxic waste inside of your body i know i have that has definitely affected me a lot it's called a grudge and it it will eat you alive you know people do things to us they hurt us they always will that's sin as long as you're living on this earth until jesus comes back people are going to hurt you People are going to not care about you. They don't care how what they say to you or how they treat you. But it is different when it happens to them, doesn't it? But they don't care. And it hurts our feelings. We can let the hurt feelings take over us if we allow it. And that's what the devil himself wants to do. He loves grudges. Grudges will destroy your soul. It will make you feel miserable. You'll always have that, the people that uh, hurt you, you will have them living rent-free in your mind if you're holding a grudge. You're not forgiving uh, the person that hurts you. Therefore, God says he will not forgive you. Therefore, you're not going to be able to move on with your life and have a proper relationship with Jesus. The Lord does not hold grudges against you. He forgives you when uh, you ask for forgiveness. Now, of all times, what's going on today. Now is not the time to hold grudges for one another. We need to forgive. We need to unite more than ever, especially the evil that is happening in our nation and around the world today. But it's, it's as human beings, it is hard to do that. It is hard to do that. But I'm telling you, it's a toxic waste, and it is not going to leave you until you do what you're supposed to do. 
no matter how hard it is, you have to let it go. You're miserable, whether you admit it or not, if you have never, if you're still holding a grudge against someone, and you don't even know why you're miserable. You just feel it, especially if you're supposed to be a child of God. You know it. When you forgive, you heal. It doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with that person again. The Bible doesn't say you have to have them back in your life. And there's sometimes there's a reason for that. It's called toxic people. If a person who is a drug addict, an alcoholic, does not admit that they need help and will seek help and turn their life around and be saved, they are toxic. You don't need them in your life. You can forgive them, and you should, but it does not mean that you have to have a relationship with them. Doesn't mean you have to have them in part in your life. There's a reason why the Lord get, uh, filters out toxic people away from you. Whether if you realize it or not, you wonder why, oh, I wonder why I don't see this person. They're, they don't live that far away from me, or they know my phone number, or even if you know the kind of life they're living. That is the Lord protecting you, keeping you away from these toxic people. They are the enemy's children until they turn their life over to God. The enemy is controlling them, even if, if they're saved. He's controlling them. But they're only human. This world is evil. Addictions, they're serious. You don't have to have that toxic person in your life, and God doesn't want you to have that toxic person in your life. I forgive family members who've done me wrong, but if they are toxic, I'm not going to have them in my life. They will have to get help, change their life, then maybe we'll talk. Because I have to protect my family. That's literally letting Satan in your life. I protect myself, my family. So until they truly seek help, then maybe we'll talk about a relationship. Doesn't mean I didn't forgive you. I have. But it doesn't mean I have to have you in my life. Have to protect yourself. And the Lord wants you to do that. So, a toxic life. You know, Satan, like I said, loves you to have a toxic life and having a grudge is part of that toxic life you know you talked I just talked about a toxic people you can create your own toxic life by having a holding a grudge Satan is getting a hold of grudges of you to hold grudges I should say Satan is getting you to hold grudges He loves it. Ever since Genesis 3, Genesis 3, Satan's goal has been to make us put ourselves in the place of God. You eat the fruit of the tree, your eyes will open, and you will be like God. Nothing helps on holding a grudge 
than thinking too highly of ourselves. You're thinking too highly of yourself. You're being the judge instead of allowing the Lord to be the judge. So therefore, you are kind of trying to take the place of God by holding these grudges and judging the people that sinned against you. Satan aims to make us act like a judge and not God. Romans 12, 19. Do not avenge yourselves, beloved, but give a place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So don't be the judge. People that hold grudges. I know some that hold grudges for decades. I'm telling you, decades. Again, you're letting the the people that you're holding a grudge live rent-free in your head. And let me tell you, those people that you're holding a grudge against they do not care. They're not thinking about you. They're moving on with their life. They don't care. So why should you? It's destroying you. I mean, people to hold grudges is of the silliest things. I know silly things. You didn't remember my blah, blah, blah birthday. Therefore, I don't want to ever have anything to do with you. They wind up being miserable over something so silly. Miserable. And they don't even know why. And you see it in their eyes how miserable they are. They are miserable. And it's all because something so silly or if it was something so serious yes it's hard and it's okay to be angry but not for decades but it's your choice God will hold you accountable for that God in Christ forgave you Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Walk in love as Christ loved and forgave himself up for us. He died on the cross so you don't have to have a grudge. He felt your pain when you have that grudge. He feels it. He understands why you're upset. Maybe he'll open your eyes and say, hey, maybe you shouldn't feel that way. Now's not the time to hold grudges, especially if it's family members and close friends. This world is going through pure living hell. 
you think it is worth to add that onto your life? I had to learn a lot too. It took me a long time. By the grace of God, I found out it was killing me. It was destroying me. And the enemy will put a flashback uh, in your head to get you to have that grudge back, to get you to be angry. Even if you've already forgiven and move on, he'll still bring that back in your thought. That's when you say, Lord Jesus, remove this out of my mind. Get behind me, Satan. This is the past. Because you know when we sin and we ask for forgiveness, if you go to the Lord and ask him, he's going to say, what are you talking about, John? What are you talking about, Jane? He forgets about it. But it's hard for us because we're human. Satan aims to disunite the body of Christ. What's going to divide us? Grudges. Hatred. Proverbs 15:18 A hot-tempered man stirs up strife but he who is slow to anger quiets contention short tempers long grudges breed strife and a disunity in the church so right there you will create a division in your relationship with God and your family and friends. Your family in Christ, the church. John seventeen twenty three. Jesus said that unity in the church is a great evidence to the world of his reality. They'll see Christ if you're united. But Satan, he'll try to get deepen, deepen the grudges among God's people. That's his goal. He wants to hide Christ from reality of the world. Saying names to crush the broken Christians until they are depressed and useless. That's what I was just saying. You see it in their eyes. The people that have so much hatred, they're, they don't even realize they're killing themselves. Not only emotionally and mentally, but it will affect you physically. It will do something to you physically, and you won't even know why you got this illness. Grudges are like literally a demon living inside of you. Release it. Have God destroy it. Remove it from your body. Well, it's easier said than done. Uh, you wouldn't believe what these people did to me. I bet you don't even remember really the real reason why you're mad and, and holding a grudge. And if you do, I bet you you'll find out it's very stupid. It was something silly. But yet you wanted to hold on to that? Again, I'm talking a little different here. I'm talking about things that aren't so t 
toxic there. It's If it's something really toxic, if it's an abuser, that's really hard. Someone abused you physically, mentally, you don't have to have a relationship with them. But the Lord orders you to not hold a grudge and forgive them. And if those people that did have a, a that did that to you, you know, if something really serious as abuse, they turned their life around, literally got saved or whatever. That's part of. And if you choose not to have still have relation to them because you're you were tortured all your life, then that's part of their consequences of losing their relationship with you. God will not hold you accountable for that as long as you forgive them. And that I can't I can't get in someone's head with that because I can't judge. I don't know what they've gone through in their life. We're only human. So it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But God can help us change that if we allow him. If we allow him. We'll be back after this, and we're going to find out how we can be healed with this. The grudge. It will kill you. Don't you see that? Don't let that happen. Forgive. Move on with your life. You will find peace. We'll be back. Life's too short. We regret things if we don't do them. We will later. God's calling us to do it. He's calling us to do it. So let's talk about how can or what will the Lord do to heal that anger? that frustration you know you have to forgive from your heart and put it on the new you you know it comes from inside of you I know a lot of people in my life when they hold these grudges and stuff they don't again they don't know why <clears throat> excuse me they don't know why and they act like they don't care about the other people you know they don't you know care what is going on in the other person's life they don't want anything to do with them but I think deep down inside a lot it's just pride don't want to admit you're wrong. Don't want to surrender to that. 
you're just going to hold on to it and say it's the other person. You know, it could be you. It could be you. Not necessarily a person. Whether it's something silly. And again, I'm not talking about toxic, toxic people. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about people that are been abusive in your life or anything like that. Really, again, you still we still have to forgive. The truth that none of us is so uh, exalted that we can justify holding a grudge. <laughs> That's just what I was talking about. Is it justifiable to hold that grudge? And the truth, avenge belongs to God. He will settle all accounts. He will settle all matters. He is the great holy judge, not you. Not you. My, my point, if you get anything out of anything that the Lord is speaking about this message today, it is killing you like a flesh-eating disease that is uncurable. It's eating your way. Want to know why you're so miserable? Do an audit on yourself. Who do you hate? Who do you have grudges against? You're not doing it for them. Because like I said, they don't care. They only live their own life. But you're allowing them to live rent-free in your house. Your own house. Your mind. Your body. You're thinking about it. They're not thinking about you. Why should you think about them? As far as, far as a grudge. You're only hurting yourself. Don't you see that? Sad. These people that are holding these grudges in anger, they are so sad and miserable. Like I've said. And if you are the ones that are privileged enough to have a relationship with them, and you have your eyes open, you see it. Talk to them about it. They're going to deny it. They don't want to talk about it. Because it's pride. And they're willing to do that for decades. That's sad. What a miserable life they must live. Only Jesus can turn that around. And hopefully it won't, it'll be to a point that it's, and we're going to talk about here in a minute, that it's not too late. Uh, I'm forgiving people, friends and family members, believe me, it wasn't easy as I shared with you. The Lord woke me up and he showed me what I was doing was against was a sin against him. You know, he reminded me to forgive and I will be set free from my own misery. And I was, but I'm not I'm not perfect. The enemy will still try to sneak that in my head. I'm like, get get out of here. That's in the past. 
I've forgiven my family members who've done wrong to me and friends who've done wrong to me. Former employers, that's a hard one. I had some crappy employers. and They treated me horrible. But I know God's going to hold them accountable for the way they treated me. The world calls it karma. It really is judgment from the holy God. They may think they got away with it. And they have done it to many others, not just me. If this happened to you, not just you. They're doing it to you or me. They're doing it to the others because they think they can get away with it. They think they're you know untouchable, especially if they have authority. That gets in their head. They think they're, you know, the great almighty. You know, I can't imagine of all the things that I've done against God if he were to hold a grudge against me. How would that make me feel? Horrible. Thank you, Lord, that you do not hold grudges against me and you forgive me every day. On the flip side, for those of you who know these people that are holding grudges and still hate you for something that happened, you probably don't even remember or even what you did or didn't do. It's hard for you to let that go too, knowing like, I can't believe they're they're still angry at me for something I don't even know what I did or what I, you know, I did ask for forgiveness and they still moved on. You know what that is? You it's hard dust your feet off and move on because you're letting them live in your head as well because again they're not thinking about you they don't care only God cares and it's for you the Lord is telling you it's for you for you to heal if they choose to not forgive you and you truly ask for forgiveness even if you don't know what it was that was so many years ago decades ago so be it let it be their problem that means that they are still living in the misery they are still holding that grudge they are still sinning against the Lord let him deal with it don't fall in for Satan's trap and bring it back to you where you should feel bad you shouldn't feel bad if you ask for forgiveness you did the right thing so you need to move on and let it be their problem let the wrath of God judge them not you and again it's not healthy for you to continue to think about them and wonder if they're ever going to come back in your life and accept your forgiveness not your problem you already did it move on and what's really hard is to for ask for uh to forgive someone who never asked for forgiveness and that's all of mine I've never had anyone come to me and truly ask for forgiveness. But I forgave them. That's really hard to do. And I know, well, you can't be forgiven unless you ask for forgiveness. You're still holding that. That's God's, that's God's thing. Let him deal with that. 
Yeah, that's how we're supposed to be with the Lord. He's not going to forgive us. We don't forgive. But us as his children, don't be God's. He, that's him being the judge. Don't you be the judge. Don't you be the judge. You're not a judge. You're just a child of God. You're not God. You're not Jesus. So don't even think like that. So it's hard. It's hard to, as a human, as a child of God, because we're not perfect, we're sinners, it's hard to even forgive people who've never come to you and step aside their pride and ask for forgiveness. I struggle too. I'm like, oh, I wish I could. This is when before the Lord really woke me up and changed me. I would always have the feeling of, Oh, I wish I could just see God torture them and just put his judgment on them. Blah, blah, blah. That made me feel so better. What's that doing to yourself? You're just killing your soul again. It's not up to us to see that. How arrogant of me. How arrogant of anyone who thinks that. Don't let a, don't let a, a, a grudge and hatred towards people physically destroy you I've met people in all of my life they are so negative and they hate everyone they hate everything in their life even if they are not going to admit it you can see they're worse they're, they're, they are worse than Eeyore and Debbie Downer all together they hate everything Negative. Well, I don't, this person doesn't believe what I believe. I hate them. I don't want nothing to do with them. That's all I want to hear. That's all, you know, that's all I know. Okay. They think different than me. I don't want nothing to do with them. I don't want to have friends with people who don't believe what I believe. I I don't want to have them. What a lonely life you're going to live. That's not the way the Lord wanted this world to be. Satan does. He wants to divide. And you're being a part of it. Just because someone doesn't agree the way you agree with, you want to like totally have nothing to do with them and consider them as an enemy? Are you kidding me? Talk about being held accountable for, especially if you're a child of God, especially if you're a true child of God, because you should know you're doing wrong. You should know this is God's word saying you shouldn't do that. It's so important that we do not hold grudges. As God says, living in sin. Sin is death. Death is darkness. And you will be miserable. And you folks out there, you're probably not going to listen to the show because you don't care. You're that arrogant and don't want to admit it. But that's okay. Maybe someone will listen and share this with you. But you are living in misery and you're killing yourself you're killing yourself I've seen folks that you know that they're angry and have grudges against other people and when they're around those people they just pretend they look you know that they forgive them they go on and be phony oh okay that's all right at least you're trying to show human respect that's okay. But it's still not living what the Lord wants you to do. 
And I'm not saying go up to them and hug them and say, Kumbaya, Kumbaya, I love you, I love you, I want you back in my life. No, I'm not saying that. It is to heal yourself. It is a commandment of God. God is very serious about that. That's the whole purpose of his mission, sending his son to die on the cross, to forgive sins and forgive you. That's the whole point. You're missing the whole purpose here, if you're thinking that. You're missing the whole point. And you're the one that is going to be in misery for the rest of your life. I don't understand why you want to live like that. I guess because maybe you don't even realize it. You don't even know it. It'll affect you physically. You're going to feel exhausted. You're not going to know why you're always tired. You're not going to know why you feel something inside like, why do I feel this way today? That's Satan controlling you. He's dividing you and he wants you to be divided. That's the dark side. It's okay to be angry at someone only for a short time. But like I said, we're only human, but not for decades. I mean, you have family members, you have children and their parents that are this way, where uh, it's not necessarily, it's an abuse thing. I'm not talking about a parent being abusive to a child. It could be just a, a misunderstanding, and the parent doesn't want anything to do with the child because they have a disagreement says, you're dead to me. And they don't see them for generations, well, uh, decades, I should say. And they have grandchildren they never met because of something so stupid. Really? You want to live like that? But they're miserable. And pride. They're not going to go back to that child or parent, vice versa, and they're not going to say, forgive me, because it's pride. Pride is a big sin and it is part of this holding grudges and holding hatred hardest thing to do is to love our enemies hardest thing to do is to love people as we want to as we want to be loved treat each other as we want to be treated we're selfish only care about ourselves I said this before we need to unite, especially our families. This is what's destroying the church. This is what's destroying our country. Because I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're all here only on this earth for whatever time God allows us to be. He knows when our life is going to be finished on this earth. We don't know that. But there's going to be a time when you do not know when God's going to call that person that you're angry with and have grudges and hatred, he is going to call them home. And all those years that you had grudges and hatred, that's default. That's gone. Because they're gone. What are you going to do? Go spit on their grave? You still have that much hate? 
How's that going to make you feel? How's that going to make you feel knowing that you had a chance to heal yourself and they're gone? You can't ask for forgiveness with them. You can't you can't uh, um, hold, uh, uh, remove the grudge and hatred to them and move on with your life because they're gone and it's too late. So therefore, you're always going to have that for the rest of your life. So how are you going to heal? How are you going to have that forgiveness? I guess you have to go to the Lord and ask him to forgive you and hopefully he'll, he will. But that time, it's too late. They're gone. Are you gonna that should concern you if you are a true loving child of God. If you are saved and child of God, that should concern you. If you have true love of God, that should deeply concern you that when God calls someone home and it's too late, and you have to live with that for the rest of your life. You're gonna have be if you, if you really have a heart, you you should. That would be the normal thing you will feel guilty and serves you right serves you right almost can't feel sorry for you the Lord is giving you opportunities to let the hatred go you know it's almost like in Star Wars with Darth Vader remember that Luke was trying to talk his father Darth Vader into let go of the hatred. Hatred, it's it's destroying you. It's killing you. I know there's good in you. Let it go. Darth Vader didn't want to do that at first, did he? He did it at the end, but he was he, he did it at his death. Is that what it's going to take for you? It's going to take for you at into your death. Same thing. Let's turn the table. Let's say it's you, and it, you're 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 about to die on the on the hospital bed for some reason or whatever. And you never let go of that grudge. You never ask for forgiveness, uh, you know, or, or, and let it go. Accept forgiveness. That's a big thing. Accepting someone's forgiveness. And you're still holding a grudge. Same thing. Too late. Then you're really held accountable before the Lord. So it's kind of both ways. Accept someone's apology, move on with your life, let go of the grudge, or go to forgiveness and ask someone. So it's kind of both ways with this. Grudges is both ways. Asking for forgiveness and accepting forgiveness. It's still a grudge and hatred either way. The world has enough hate today. Don't let yourself be a part of that. It's not worth it. Come on, do it, do it again. Do a self-examination and audit of yourself. Is that truly making you happy now? Is that truly making you happy? Again, the ones that have the people, whether you're a parent or a child, and you had someone really mentally, physically, abuse you you don't have to have a relation with them no just forgive let go of the grudge 
especially if you're a young person and you had a parent do something really bad to you all your childhood and you have your own children, you're grazing up young ones, you're missing out on happiness by letting, letting that other person destroy your life. God gave you a gift of children. Enjoy happiness. Let go of that grudge. Let God deal with them. Again, turn the table around. Someone asks you for forgiveness and you don't want to, you're going to be held accountable for that because God will not forgive you. It's both sides of the coin when it holds to hatred and grudges. Some of you will not listen to this from God. And that's, that, that's sad, but that, that's, that's your choice. The Lord God will hold you accountable for it. I promise you this. This is just my own opinion, but I can really see the Lord would do this. If you continue to have hate to everyone all your life and grudges to someone that you probably don't even remember why you have a grudge and hatred towards them, guess what? This is my personal opinion. I really believe it in my heart. God will see to it that you have a very, very lonely life. Because there will be no one at some point. These people, God is going to call them home. There's not going to be anyone in your life to hate anymore. So what's going to happen? You're going to be miserable and have a toxic life and a lonely life. For the rest of your life, your spouse is not going to live forever. Your family members aren't going to be around forever. There are family members. There's only one person left in their whole family. You know, there's you know people who are like that in your life. You met them. Let's hope that they don't have a life like that, living in misery and being alone. You always hear them like, "Oh, I'm so alone." Loneliness is the worst thing ever so miserable do you want that on top of your on top of everything else how sad how sad us as believers we just need to pray for the ones that hold these grudges. That God will wake them up before it's too late. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be a point that the Lord may judge you. I mean, God's the one that figures out how he wants to judge people accordingly, everybody different. But I think if he did do it the way I have my personal opinion, you're going to live a lonely life. You think you feel miserable now? Just wait. Just wait. You hold a grudge against and hatred towards your parents, and they're still alive, they're going to be gone. Too late, they're gone. You're going to feel miserable whether you admit it or not because you know you did wrong, and you let pride step in your way. If you hold a grudge against a sibling, same thing. You don't know when the Lord's going to call them home. You want to live in that misery and guilt, not knowing why you feel so miserable, knowing that they're gone. Yeah, you're going to feel guilty. Don't let your pride step in the way. You are going to feel guilty. If you're a true human being, 
you are going to feel guilty that you didn't do it and living in guilt and not be able to fix anything and you can't turn time back well shame on you and you deserve it I'm sorry you deserve it now's not the time to do this please have a healing go to the Lord let that pride go you're killing yourself you are truly killing yourself I know people who stay in a box in their house they have so much hatred they just stay in their house for the rest of their life practically and they don't want nothing to do with the world because they have so much hate what a miserable life Lord help you oh so sad people are gonna say stuff to you to offend you every day it's called being a human being it's called a mouth we all have a tongue we're not perfect and the ones that you're mad at you said they say something to you you do the same thing don't put yourself on a pedestal you do the same thing to others and yet you have the guts to be angry at someone else who's done it to you Get a reality check. Get off your pedestal. You're not better than anyone else. I know I'm not. It pains me to see this. Families broken up. Friends broken up. Because of grudges and hatred. And broken up because they don't agree with the, uh, what the other person feels. You can agree to disagree. But you're going to let that destroy a relationship? I'm not just talking about a relationship with that person. I'm talking about a relationship with God Almighty Jesus Christ. Because he commands you to forgive. And you're affecting the relationship with him. That should concern you. If you truly are saved, that should concern you. If it doesn't concern you, you better get a reality check on your salvation. I'm sorry, I don't mean to judge about it. But you better get a reality check. You better check on yourself. Are you religious or are you really saved? This is a message that the Lord is sending today because there's so much division in this world and the devil has just taken over it. You can stop it. It starts with you. It starts with all of us. So don't don't let the hate take over. You're killing yourself. It has nothing to do with the other person, but you are killing yourself. Slow bacteria in your body, mentally and physically. And again, it could happen to you, and you're doing this to yourself, and you don't even know why you're miserable. You think that's normal. You think that's just normal, just part of life. Feeling this way, I'm going to feel this way for the rest of my life. And you don't even know why. God is calling you now to really examine yourself ask for forgiveness for doing holding this grudge let it go move on it's for you to heal let it go it's not worth it if you want to be in misery for the rest of your life well that's your choice that's a sad thing to happen 
and it's pride. Don't let pride do it. Pride controls everything. Holding grudges and hatred towards others and not accepting their forgiveness is just pride. Being upset about the other person that's holding a grudge against you and continue to think about it and worried about it, that's just, a, again, that's just a flesh-eating virus that you're allowing to happen. Let it go. Let God deal with it. You did the right thing. So let's all heal. Let's all pray about this. Keep it as your number one thing. If you know people, friends, families, family members that are holding grudges and hatred, pray for them daily. They are miserable and don't even know it. They are lost. They don't even know it. Let God open their eyes before it's too late. Let God open their eyes before their loved ones happen to die, go on to to leave this earth. And it's too late. It's too late. You know, life's too short, my friends. We all must unite. We need to show love. We need to show the love of God. We're doing a three-on-three prayer three times a day for three weeks. Continue to pray for our country. Continue to pray that the enemy cannot advance in his plans. Pray for healing for our families. Pray that the evil ones turn around and God will be back on the throne of this country. Continue to pray that every day. We're going to see a miracle. We're going to see God do something in this nation. He will be back. God bless you. He will be back on the throne of this country. Have a great day, everyone.